Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. Welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. We're so excited to have Ella here today with us, Ella Sophia Lazarus. And welcome, Ella. Hi, guys. How are you for a second time? <laughs> I know. This really is round two. You don't get to hear round one. Something mysterious happened to our first recording. And so anyway, we're just grateful to be back together. Ella and I had an awesome conversation um, a week or two ago about gratitude and just how wonderful that a gratitude, um, not only a practice, but like a gratitude way of life brings in so much happiness into our lives. And we had so much fun discussing this. And so we're going to share some more of that with you today. Well, I guess you didn't really get to hear the other one. So we're going to, we're just going to dive into the juicy good stuff, but I wanted to introduce Ella first. Um, Ella is a mentor and, and business strategist. And so we're excited to have her here today. She likes to do a lot of work on helping people with their personal brand or their coaching brand um, and how to um, make their own kind of um, feminine mark out in the world. So it's so fun to have you here, Ella. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome back, I guess. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so excited for this take two and this round two. I'm sure that it's going to be even better than last time. And we're going to have so much more to add to that conversation and expand on. So I'm really excited for everybody to hear this. Yes, it's so good. So as far as um, gratitude goes, um, you know, I think sometimes we just think, oh, gratitude is I'm thankful for my clothes and my car. And, and, you know, we kind of list things out, but um, we want to take gratitude to a, a higher level and help everyone understand um, a different way of appreciating life and having that kind of beautiful view of yeah. life. Yeah. So that's Definitely. what we're going to focus on a lot today. Um, anyway, so I'm excited. It's going to be great. Um, yeah. So Ella, I know last time we were talking and just kind of getting into, because, you know, our podcast is all about uh, moving from surviving to thriving. And I remember being in a, a surviving stage early on in life and even just three or four years ago and, and just trying to kind of get by and, and feeling the heaviness of all the daily tasks and just all the things that were going on. Oh, and just for our listeners, just so you know, I'm overcoming a little bit of sickness right now. My house has had COVID. I have not had a confirmed case, but it's more than likely I'm getting just, just getting over that. So if you hear that in my voice, <laughs> that's what that is. Um, but anyway, so kind of talking about struggle, that's, that's what brought <laughs> up the sickness idea there. <laughs> Ellen, and I have been chatting all week and she's got a tickle in her throat too. And so, you know, we've both been feeling a little bit of, of something going on, but you know, that's part of, part of struggle and part of earth experience. Um, but 
it's interesting because when you're in a struggle spot, it's really not as familiar to feel a deep sense of gratitude or to feel that beautiful, um, just the beautiful come togetherness. I don't know what, what word you would use just to, to see it in everyday life, that manifesting and that awareness, I guess. Well, definitely. Like what I would probably say is I know most of your audience in the audience of this podcast are somewhat new to personal development or they're kind of in a tight spot and they're looking to really get a pick me up and some really good tools to use on the spot. So when we were first doing that first take of this podcast, we really discussed the embodiment of gratitude and we really discussed what it is to do an action and to deeply feel that action in our body. And we also touched upon the nervous system. And the way the nervous system regulates and receives that energy or that emotion or that feeling. And usually when we're in the first stages of our like progression and we're in this, I don't want to say struggle state per se, but we're at the beginning of our journey and we're really facing a lot to break these new habits and become this new self and really go through old patternings and all parts of our lives that can feel really a junction, like really a big butting head really feel like a fight that we're like, oh my God, this is like a lot of energy to do this, but you you know there's something better. So you're hopefully holding on to that. So what happens really on like a science level, I'm not like, well, I kind of am a scientist. I went to school for science, but I don't study and practice science now to this day. Um, but just on a nervous system level and like a geeky way that I always relate to it is that when we're receiving any kind of new up level or we're receiving the positive energy, such as like love, bliss, gratitude, I'll go into the practice in a bit, but I wanted to have this caveat towards like the beginning stages of it. Our nervous system has to get used to that vibration. And sometimes it's normal for us to go through up highs and lows. So sometimes we receive a really beautiful moment, but right after something bad will happen or right before that something bad happened. And these are really just us learning to kind of neutralize it in a sense, but not necessarily neutralize it as in like making the emotion like obsolete and not significant, but neutralizing as in the state of being aware of it and being focused of that caveat or of that ups, highs and lows of an experience. Mm -hmm. So not really detrimenting and saying like, oh, this is a bad experience. Why did this happen? And then really getting down and beating yourself up on it. That's not really what we want to do. We have to have this like compassion and ease and grace of like our humanness and our human ability to experience. Yeah, managing your emotions, right? Not yeah. crazy ups, crazy downs. Yeah, exactly. So with that, when we're managing our emotions and emotional intelligence with that, we're learning how to have our nervous system receive these highs and lows. And as we can receive that low, that makes it easier for us to understand that high. And then it releases any dense energy or any habits we have in ourselves, because now we understand it deeper and we're not so, we're not such a strong, a strong like disciplinary on these negative experiences. We're more accepting and opening. And that openness to that experience allows more gratitude to naturally flow through. So when we're in a tough situation, maybe we may not always remember to do a gratitude practice, which I highly encourage you to, and we'll discuss in a few minutes. But just having that ease and compassion of allowing yourself to be like, this is okay, it's human, it's part of the process, and I allow myself and I give softness to myself in it, or just not beat yourself up on it. That's like one of the very first stages. We really like to beat ourselves up when something goes wrong. And that really yeah. stops like any flow of gratitude to come in or any flow of love or bliss or whatever we want to call it. It's our mm -hmm. connection. It's our connection to the universe. It's our connection to ourselves. It's connection to other people. 
and really so being, allow, yeah, the yeah, being well and being gentle to figure yourself out, being gentle with yourself as you're starting to understand how things work and and not jumping almost like overreacting or making things a bigger deal than they are. Um, we, we tend to do that. Like we tend to, the brain tends to be more of a, um, like just to overreact or to, uh, I can't think of the word. It's just uh, when you uh, over enunciate something, it's like, besides overemphasize yeah there's just another word I can't think of it but yes the brain loves to do that it's like kind of this extreme and you know take it to an extreme so yeah yeah, just being more gentle rather than taking that emotion and and overreacting to it so yeah and then sometimes when we're first starting off in our journey because I know most of you might be who are listening to this podcast or this episode is that we want to surround yourself with a lot of tools that can help us align us into the right path, even if we're not necessarily seeing, seeing it in our external world. So I believe, I'm not too sure if we spoke about this in our first episode, if not, it's in the other podcast I was in. Some of the tips that I recommend is making your podcast list, like let's say like having this podcast and a whole bunch of other podcasts that are focused on mental development, emotional IQ, professional um, um, personal development, Um, focusing on energetics if you're interested in energetics like these type of things to really build a frequency and information that comes into your mind a lot so like having a lot of people speaking into you so your your brain is filled with lots of this information so it starts to always be inconsistent to you you're hearing the words the vibrations um recently this week i really heard a beautiful saying that your words are your wand and i really love that like speaking into existence so I don't want to put too much pressure, like it's okay, like we don't have to always have the right dialogue. It's not that much. It's mostly a feeling and emotion-based sensing that really creates things and it's consistent. So when you're first starting off, it's more about working on the past programming that you're trying to release than making the new. You can still make the new and the old, but it's going to be like that, once again, that balancing act. So really just like you said, be gentle with yourself. Um, yes. And then and yeah, I and thought then- of the word exaggerate our brain likes to exaggerate like I always do this or I never do that and and there's a lot of blame with exaggeration and there's a lot of um, untruth mixed with some truth and so it's hurtful to us when we go to those exaggerating extremes with our brain so yes definitely gentle (laughs) it's good as you're figuring out a better vibration yeah and I think what's a really good word for that as well is general, generalization. Our brain really likes to generalize. And then with that generalization, when we're generalizing with our brain and our brain really wants to just use moments and use times where they're going to say, oh, this happened in my past, so this for sure is going to happen now. And that's not always necessarily the, the truth in the sense of it. When we are doing something or something is happening, we are really just working from a place of having a new moment and a possibility coming into what we what we want to have happening. So with generalization, it really is our brain just saying, okay, well, X, Y, and Z happened in the past. And oh, of course it's gonna happen again. And all things are like this. And this can be the big detrimental for us where we have to program and introduce ourselves and our experience in our life with new opportunities and new experiences. And that's really important. I think that's really beautiful 
is that if we can be intentional in our lives to always open up to new possibilities and new experiences, new people, new intentions, all that, that can really help us in the beginning stages. So it's very important to change the, your pod list, a podcast list, your music list, who you subscribe to on Facebook, who you're following on pages, who are you following on YouTube, what books do you have in your library? What people do you carry conversations with? What events are you going to? Um, what's on your TV? What's playing in the background while you're doing like the housework or you're doing like dishes or you're coming home with the drive, um, driving back from work or going to the groceries, like these type of things. Like what do you have plugged into your hair, your ear? What do you have in your hands reading? These type of things. And these mm-hmm. really support you in the early stages or even throughout your journey. Like you could be seasoned in this and you still have this habit. It's like it well, to you. And even watching, like you said, you know, what are the lyrics that we're listening to? Because sometimes the tune is super catchy and you're like, oh, this is great. But then you listen to the lyrics and it's like self-destructive type lyrics or like inner turmoil or fighting with others or I'm all alone or, you know, there's just things that come up that it's, it's not helpful. It's not building. It's not going to nurture who you are. And then um, also just like watching how much you attend to the news and other things that are out there that aren't completely positive. Some of those things are, are very draining or negative. And so, yeah, I love that looking for music that's uplifting and books and, you know, podcasts, um, even little trainings or things. There's a lot of free webinars out there that are awesome or even, you know, very little per month just to, to subscribe to something that is very uplifting or helpful or a voice that really speaks to you and, and helps nurture you, your insides. So that's great. Yeah, definitely. And then also just to go back to the nerdiness on an energetic level, what this does, is it creates, once again, to your nervous system, it creates a synapsis now. So as you're trying to get your brain working, there is this evidence and there's this access and there's this external stimuli now in your, your environment that's enforcing a yes to what you're becoming, you're going towards. So now there's a less likely of resistance from your brain and your nervous system because this external stimuli that's continuously saying that yes, this exists and this is real and this is possible. So that on a nervous system level really helps your body respond to a yes to this new phase, to this new way of thinking and this new ability to receive more gratitude and receive more energetics and however however you want to look at it but happier life essentially so to support you like in your goals to move forward and improve I like that it's good to have a support system and some people you know it'd be awesome to have a spouse or a sibling that really cheered you on but not everybody has that most people don't have that and so you need to find systems that support you and cheer you on and help you with that new way of thinking and and bringing in better into your life that's so true so um as you get to a stage where you've got a lot of um just like good stuff going on and you're feeling the gratitude and things are coming about in your life it's a really awesome spot. Um, I've touched in on that a few times in my life where I've been like, this is so good. Everything's going so great. And I wake up feeling grateful and it's just this awesome stage. That's so good. And, and you want to be there like that. That's kind of the, 
the end result you want to continue with and, and stay in always. But I, I know for me, I, I talked about this a little bit last time too, that um, just it's, it's winter here in Idaho in the U S and it's, so it's cold and it's snowy and it's, it's not the funnest season. Sometimes it's darker. It's, it's not, not as, you know, light and beautiful all the time. And so even some of us are going through a little bit of a, a maybe an emotional or a, a mental kind of winter besides just being in a physical winter. And so um, one of the ways that we can actually really bring out gratitude is to practice it. Like this is to give our brain that opportunity to say, Hey, like gratitude's important. And I like that feeling. And that feeling is a really high vibration. And I want more experiences and more abundance to come into my life that feels like that. And so that's, what's kind of fun with, yeah, I know it's like, woo. so, um, that's what we want to do with a gratitude practice is yes. we're, yeah, we're inviting ourselves to have that kind of experience or more of that kind of experience. And it's super powerful. Um, I mean, even the studies show that if you just are grateful and take time to be grateful once a day for three different things and really feel gratitude for those and write them down for 21 days, like the benefits go on for months about your mental health. It's so yes. awesome. It is. Definitely. And I think what we spoke about in the first episode, the first time we did this um, take is that I brought the story about one of my clients, my previous client. And with throughout the three months she spent with me, the 90 days, she started a gratitude challenge in the middle of it. And by the end of that challenge, I must say that like night and day, totally different experience, totally different person. It was transformational what I saw. And it was such a beautiful transformation with that gratitude challenge. And she only did it for 28 days. That's two days less than a month. So literally the way that she did it, and it's such a beautiful way. She, she actually did a gratitude challenge about it and everything like that. And I was just so blown away by her transformation. I loved it because many of us, we would say thanks in our head or we do gratitude in our journal or we write down like three things that we're grateful for, or we're kind of like generate the energy inside our body and experience it that way. But what she did, she intentionally made every, and it was quite an extensive challenge. <laughs> she made everybody go through, um, every day to write down 10 things they're grateful for and they would have to be different um, and then she it's basically I'm grateful for or I'm happy for or I'm thankful for be, and then you have your statement and say because and this was the most important thing and she was so right about it. it was so important so when you're able to notice on why you're grateful or thankful for something for something it creates a deeper logical it gets your logic mind on board with now this sensation or this process of being grateful it deepens the connection now to your neurotransmitters to this action of being grateful so then the connection between the two become deeper and then by the end of that you say thank you three times to reinforce the gratefulness of it and then you do this literally 10 10, 10 times is a lot but by the 15th or 18th day it gets easier for you according to her but also I did a little bit as well and I actually did see like an amazing result from it and there's lots more to it. There's a lot more different practices you can go with it. But this basic uh, of just allowing yourself to do it in the morning or afternoon, really taking time. If you have children, this is a great thing to do with your kids before bedtime. That's an amazing thing. Or if you have time in the morning, if you have a morning routine, this is an amazing thing to do as a morning routine. And really just have a journal or in your planner or in something that you have available to you. Put in five. If you can't do 10, five is good. 
but make sure you say because. So make sure I'm grateful for because, and then you have your statement and then thank you. And then I, I'm letting you know that this will transform the way you see daily actions in your life because you're reminding, and once again, you're touching point on things that you may have overlooked and not thought was important and really saying like, oh my God, I have a lot available to me. And if you can't think, like we spoke about in the last episode too, if you can't think of anything big, that's fine. You can look around your surroundings and physical things and say, oh, I'm grateful for this table I'm sitting on and this chair that I have or the food on my plate or the fact that I am... I have X, Y, and Z, like very mundane things that you may not think are important. And it adds a different energy to you. And that embodiment of the energy, it's very much like we'll probably talk about it in the next last half of this, um, of this podcast, but the energy of it starts to really build. And it's like a very beautiful, soft, happy feeling. And it starts to really feel like it's pouring into you. And what my added step to that is what I recommended for her is to really anchor in that feeling. So whenever she received that energy, she would tap, <clears throat> I'm so sorry, she would tap on her, her knuckles or her fingers to really anchor in that energy and really feel it come into her body more and observe it. So really sit with it. Breathe in, breathe out slowly and just feel it and picture it like fall into her whole body, really center it into the whole system. So she gets used to it, her whole, her whole physical body gets into familiarity to it and it receives it and gets used to having it in her body so it stays with her longer. Because sometimes when we stop a challenge or we stop doing something, we, we step away quickly from it. But like I said, with the music and the books, if we continuously are bringing it in consistently, and another way is consistently having stimuli and feedback and response, and then also allowing a centeredness and allowing an embodiment where the information and energy goes deep into our body creates a more higher success with consistency. So that's really important. So good. I like that awareness of paying attention to how the body feels when you are feeling that gratitude just pouring into your body. And you can think of a time, maybe when your first child was born, maybe on your wedding day, maybe when you graduated with honors or whatever, you fill in the blank, you know, when, when you felt really grateful, but maybe you can actually in your mind travel back to that time and feel that gratitude for that experience. And that's, what's really cool is it, maybe you're not feeling gratitude right now. Maybe you're in a lower vibration. Maybe you've got stuff going on and, and you feel frustration or whatever. Um, but if you do desire to bring in more gratitude, you can go back to when you have felt it and that will actually bring in more of that for you. And then, you know, like we said, if you're doing a gratitude practice, you're bringing it in right now for the current as well, which is super important. Um, super. So yeah, cool ideas. I love that feeling it because gratitude is really powerful. You can like feel it through your body. You can feel it tingling to your toes sometimes, or, you know, just paying attention. It's like, whoa, I'm feeling this all through my core or wherever you're feeling it. It's really yeah. neat to pay attention to. It's it's a very, 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 very powerful frequency and energy and sensation. And it's just the feeling of it. And it's, I like to think that it's our natural state of being. Like our natural is gratitude, love, bliss. And it's the gateway into bliss. And I think that when 
we are experiencing life. I we spoke. I spoke about this in the last um, episode as well. I wanted to bring it in to this ending part. Is that it's okay to experience both things. You can actually experience gratitude and bliss, and something horribly is happening. But because you're so ingrained into this gratitude and this bliss, your ability to respond and handle and experience something that may not be perfect is a totally different experience. But it's still happening. There still may be some responses towards it but there's such an elastic kickback that it doesn't last that long in your life that ripple of that negative event doesn't have such an outrage to have a big effect on your life because you have you have majority of this faith in your happiness the faith in your in your faithfulness the faith of your your ability to create in life so also for those of you who are interested in manifestation gratitude is the perfect place to start um, and just having a well-being in life, you know, it really creates something. It's a really easy and beautiful practice that even you can do with your family over dinner. You can make it a family event, a family thing. So let's say you're not necessarily having support from your family the way you want. This is an easy, soft way. You don't have to let them know, like, oh, be on board with me. But you can just say, hey, I have this really cool thing that we want to, you want to do together. Like, let's do it together. This is what I've been doing. And then make it an event or experience with people around you. So That's awesome. you still make yeah, you still make sure you do it every day, regardless if people are doing it or not, but you can bring people on board with you. And it's so much more fun because you see there's your individual gratitude. And then once everybody else starts feeling gratitude, it's contagious. It's, it's like this amplified experience and it would do wonders in your life. I promise you. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's so true. I think, I think that unless you have started to really feel more gratitude and get in that space where you're feeling it more consistently. You don't realize what you were missing out on when you didn't have it. And um, so it's really, it's, it's really an amazing emotion. And um, as even like scientifically, as they've studied emotions and they've, you know, put sensors up to people when, when people are feeling gratitude, it is like, one of the strongest emotions, strongest positive emotions that you can feel. It's right up there with love. And um, so it just brings in the best of the best. So, and one of the little analogies that I gave in our, um, our last one that, you know, uh, that we, we didn't get to share with you, but um, this was um, that if we have um, a, a shop, where people could come in and, and do some shopping. Um, we actually have an open and a closed sign, right? So it's kind of like that with gratitude. If you have a lot of gratitude in your heart and in your life, and you're seeing the beauty of those things around you, it's like this open sign. And that open sign allows for abundance and for more good to come in. Because the more that we're paying attention, to that good and to our gratitude for all the good that we have, the more that it comes in. And so that's what's kind of fun when you um, start to understand gratitude. It's like, oh, well, if I add a little more gratitude in, it's helpful, it's good. It, it'll actually bring in more good into my life. And the more that we can feel those lighter, more beautiful, enjoyable emotions, the better that our state of being and the state of being around us will be because what we create inside starts to show outside. 
And, and so if we've got a lot of chaos going outside, we got to start looking inside like, okay, how are my emotions and, and, and what am I putting out? <laughs> and so anyway, this is a really good spot to start. If you're like, Hey, I want to start making some good choices, start or some good changes, start with a gratitude practice and bringing in that gratitude. And then I also would like to encourage you to handwrite it. So um, you can write it on a computer, you can write it on your phone, but there's something about the mind, heart, body connection with your hand, writing on a piece of paper with a pen that connects the, neuro like once again, the neurotransmitters I keep talking about, but me, my nervous system, but it really connects the information in the body. So it computes it at a faster rate as well. So these practices, and even just as you're writing it, focusing on your body, relaxing it, breathing in a little bit, really like noticing as you're writing it down and putting that, that, that momentum into it. Because what happens sometimes is throughout our day, we do our gratitude practice and we're setting great. It's amazing. And then when small things happen, they don't affect us that much. So we have a higher threshold and capacity to, hire, to handle stress now, right? So we're, we're able to handle small things so much more. They don't bother us. We're not tainted. So we have a higher threshold. We can be happy for longer on that, on that stage. But then sometimes life happens, bigger things happen. And if we're in the beginning, middle stages of gratitude, then you're gonna be like, oh, damn it, I fell off it. I'm not being gratitude. Oh, no, 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 no. And then you kind of go into this, like this cycle in your mind. And I don't wanna say self-sabotage, but it's a self-cycle. It's a safe cycle in your mind that you're like, oh my God, I'm doing it wrong. It's not happening. And you're kind of just like, <gasps> but what happens is when you take the moment from the morning and you've taken the time to write it down and you've taken the time to go slowly with it and feel it, all you do is you look great. You breathe back in and you send your body and your emotions and experience back to that memory, but not by your mind, but by your physical body. And you put yourself back in that space. So you connect back into that time in the morning and back time into that, that experience where you got to reflect more than one thing you're grateful to, because you can be grateful. You can, if you didn't do that morning, it's fine. You can go into something that you, you know, has a really high positive emotional charge to you. Like how you talk about this, like the birth of your baby, your wedding day, um, when you graduated, these multiple things, right? And you can tap back into it. But with the gratitude practice, if you're consistent with it, there's a there's a stronger resonance because it only happened a couple of hours ago. So it's like, oh, yeah. it's almost now, 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 right? So you don't mm -hmm. have to like dig so deep into your memory. You just look back like, oh, an hour ago, two hours ago. And this really helps you deal with stress, right? So if you're going through a stressful moment, you're having a fight with the husband, the kids are throwing spaghetti at the wall, I don't know, like whatever it is, whatever is happening in your life, this can be a really easy way or a good way to allow your body and allow your stress levels to reduce a little bit. And then it just doesn't stop your stress. It also allows you to have a different lens on your experience and see the people around you, even if X, Y, and Z is happening in a different light now. So your response in the way that you navigate the situation really expands and becomes really powerful and beautiful. That's so good. Now, one of the other things that you had mentioned is about how you can actually bring gratitude practice in when you're trying to define yourself and your identity and just kind of what you want to put out in the world. Like what, what is it that you want people to feel when they're around you or to, um, to experience when they're in your presence? And so talk to me a little bit about that. I'm curious how... Okay 
um, how gratitude plays into, like, say you want to be a very dignified person, or maybe you want to be a fun person, or maybe you're athletic, and maybe that's kind of your identity that you're working towards. But how do you bring, tell me about how, how you bring gratitude in to help with creating that? Definitely. Um, so specifically why I wanted to talk about this is because I know a lot of us who are in self-development and personal development, we really want to become the biggest self for this. We're improving ourselves, always trying to make ourselves better. And identity is such an important aspect of making ourselves better in the sense of nothing is wrong with us, but we want to improve the quality of our life, improve the, the betterness of our experience, the way we interact with everybody. We want the, the fullest possibilities of our life. So what happens is sometimes when we're newer to the journey and we want to create a better life, we're running away from something to receive something. So we're saying that this is not good enough. I hate this. I don't want this. It's coming from a judgment place of ourselves, And we're not being grateful of the foundations that got us where we were. So gratitude can really lay the foundations for us to start to build identity on things that fundamentally were given to us previously that we may look at as a negative experience. So let's say like you're somebody who identifies with someone who had a hard life or identify with somebody who's had struggle or has to identify with somebody that cannot give, ever get it right. Like all of these stories we tell ourselves, it's part or of our identity. Victim, victim mindset, like that yeah. people are out to get you or that things don't work out for you or whatever it is, right? <laughs> exactly. So we're identifying and creating an identity now based on these old programs. But those same experiences in mixing into these experiences or if we relax in gratitude practice and we think of the things that happen at the same time that we're grateful for, it's the same thing we we're talking about with the stressful moment with like the kids or, or family or the car broke down or whatever. It starts to allow you to relax your nervous system and relax your, your person, your being inside of you out of those old habits into receiving a different way of looking at it. And then through the different way of looking at it, we see different results, different resolutions, different ways of solving things. And that in return creates that same foundation that we were working from, but a whole different elevated version of the identity. So we're not necessarily running away from the past to try to achieve the future. We're building from the we're building from our foundations into a better future and a better version. So identity, identity work, and I like to call it personal branding, but also identity work itself is not necessarily different from like a totally different definition that you can find online, but it's a different lens that gratitude gives you. And that lens allows you to approach it at a much more holistic way. And, and you start to build your connections with people much more greater because now you're connecting more parts of yourself inside and you're more at peace and happy and almost proud and accepting to everything in your life. Therefore, everybody else around you, you become more compassionate towards. So it's, it's building like compassion. That. Yeah, it's building compassion through gratitude. <clears throat> Sorry. So yes, it's building compassion through gratitude. And then when it comes to identity, you're taking that compassion and you're living from that compassion and you're living from that identity and that level of gratitude. So it's the same process, but we're just looking at it at a very heightened state versus just like, oh, all this bad stuff happened and I don't want this no more. So I'm going to just like shame on me and we're just going to make it not happen and we're just going to ignore it and just totally ignore who I was before and create a new version of myself. And that's yeah, not change helpful. completely. Yeah. <laughs> Versus building on what was good 
in in and, your past and, and your present, right? Yeah. And then and loving, and moving forward. Yeah, and also loving unconditionally what wasn't. And really, so that's why I spoke about before that like we can experience gratitude and still go through bad things. It's really like, we don't have to necessarily say, oh, I'm extremely grateful for all the bad things that happened to me. Maybe you might get to a stage of that. And there's different levels of that too. Some people are saying very grateful for all the bad things because without that, this wouldn't happen, that would happen. And then some people are just like, they get in a deeper state of it. And we may, some of us may never get there and that's fine, but it's really allowing what we're, our identity is building off of and the identity we're becoming and we're relating to is to accept both parts, not just the good. Like, also accept like these are the bad and there's not this emotional charge on it there's there's a neutrality and that's that balancing of it so it's an acceptance and a witnessing of it but there's no high high negative charge because we're so grateful of our existence and our being and our life and all these things around us that it's okay it's okay at this moment when we're reflecting into it yeah so do you suggest like writing things down like journaling the good and yeah, just, just keep track of like this is what I learned these are the good good things about my past or my experiences that I've had this is what I've learned this is what I'm grateful this is what has come into my life because of my experiences right definitely definitely I would take the time to reflect on this um and reflection doesn't have to happen daily it can happen weekly or monthly and obviously feel into your system because some of us have been through more, more heavier and traumatic things than others and some people haven't. So really you take your own discretion. You use your rule of judgment for yourself. Like it's all different for all different people. Um, but having that support, like supporting yourself in whichever way you can, which means not just reading a book or getting angry, but actually just like seeking out for like that opportunity of connection. And that connection could be with yourself through journaling or if you can find an environment or a support group that's not normal to your regular support group. So that could be like, for some of us, that could be a mastermind. Some of us, that could be an actual support group. That could be women's circles. That could be your group therapy. Like it, it's so array. Like it could be a church group. Like there's lots of different versions of what the support could look like, but it's stepping out from your normal environments into different ones where at whatever level you feel a stretch in speaking and sharing these things. So you have an experience to be witnessed and to have the ability to have that gratitude go into places where you think maybe you wouldn't have had previously. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I, I love that. And I love when I can find meaning in the things that I've gone through. It usually takes me a little while after I've experienced some hard things to like really appreciate it because it takes a little bit of um, processing out the hurts and the hard things that we go through, but there's always something there that we've learned or that's, that's good or helpful. So, so good, Ella. I, I've loved this discussion about gratitude. It's been terrific to just um, get in and, and again, <laughs> this is round two for us, but we're so glad that we could get back together and get this uh, recorded and, and out to everybody to think about. This is such a huge area for growth. And if you're wanting some big changes in your life, really take some time to focus in on gratitude and put this piece into your life. Start to feel it on a cellular level, start to feel it in your mind and your body. And then um, you're, you'll be able to make some really good changes as you bring that in. 
and of course, you know, as you're making changes, there's a lot that goes on. And sometimes you need more support, like Ella was saying, from groups or uh, things, a, a mastermind group or a, a coach or a mentor. Um, Ella and I both do a lot of supporting and coaching people individually and through our groups. So um, Ella, tell us how our listeners could get a hold of you if they're interested in working with you or finding out more about your programs or the things that you're doing. Yeah, definitely. I've just done some amazing new um, changes on my social medias and stuff like that. So I'm super excited. And I have some new freebies I have in a new mailing list with this really new planner available. So I'm super psyched about it. So, so really some fun stuff happening in my world right now. So if you're awesome. looking for me, you can find yeah, I'm so excited. So much is happening. So many things. I can't even tell you about it. So some of it's top secret right now. So unfortunately, I can't speak into it, but stay in my world. Exciting things are happening. Um, so for Instagram, you can um, find me at SWA Solutions. On Facebook, I'm Ella Sophia Lazarus. And then I have a Facebook group you can join. You can find that on my um, page as well. It's called The Wisdom Circle. And then also on social media, I have a website. Um, SWA solutions, dash solutions at mystrikeme.com. It's the landing page. You can check it out there. And then on my page itself, on my profile, it has all these programs I have. I have this end of this month, we have Elite that's opening up. That's really amazing. It's an eight to 10 week program about branding. So you really get a branding kit. I teach you how to embody the language of branding as well as making your own brand. And then through that, if you're able to complete it in the time, you get a certification. So you can actually use these practices or this method that I teach and how to set up your whole brand. And you can teach it to your clients or you could teach it, or you could have it in your back pocket if you love to have certifications. It's one for you that you can get. And then I have awesome. some amazing, yeah. And I have some other amazing things, but come into my world and check it out. And then don't forget to get yourself the free planner because that's amazing for accountability. And you can even do your gratitude practice in that planner if you want to. And there is little sections of each of the days that you have for small gratitude, but then you have all these pages that you can use that to take all these tools in this, this almost one hour podcast and apply it into your life. So I'm really excited to see how you guys take that tool and use it. And I would love to see you guys in my world and playing into all the goodies I have. That's awesome. Thank you, Ella. And before you go, we we would love to hear an oops moment from you. <laughs> That's kind of our trademark of, of almost embarrassing our guests, but also enjoying a funny story and, and finding out you're still human like us. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, I honestly, I don't know what to share because I don't know if I should share the same one I shared it last time or a different one. That's the only one that keeps coming to my mind. Um, yeah, just share that one. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so basically, this comes to my mind because it's, it's, it's such an embarrassing moment for me. So this was a good example of not regulating your nervous system and not breathing and um, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone too fast and too quick. So I was in university, it was my last day of university, and we had to do a dissertation for one of my classes. And we had to go up into the class and do a presentation, and it was timed. And I don't really do well with time. Like anything that's timed, it heightens my nervous. I'm like, oh my God, I only have 10 minutes. What am I going to do? Oh my gosh. And that's the only thing that's clicking in my head. It's like, Gary, yeah. <laughs> yeah, make sure you do it in 10 minutes. So I go up on the podium and I have all my papers and my notes and I have my clicker for my slides. And I think I got to slide three and I don't remember what happened, but I think I forgot to breathe. And the next thing I know, the, I throw my papers up in the, uh, into the air. I'm like, <gasps> 
one second. And I took like three um, like big breaths and then I just like chugged my water. And then I'm like to my prof after this big show and everybody's just staring at me. I'm to my prof, I'm like, can we pause for a minute, please? And then literally, <laughs> yeah, literally to this day, whenever I bump into any of my friends from university, they don't let me live it down. They're like, remember that time? And I'm like, yes, I remember that time. Was it hard yeah. to gather all your papers or were yes. they just everywhere? Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it was kind of a nerve-wracking moment. You're so like, back to what I was doing here. Exactly. <laughs> this is kind of important <laughs> for me to graduate. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's oh, funny. Yeah, it's it pops into my head. It was the most embarrassing thing I could think of at this moment. So yeah. Oh, how <laughs> funny. Well, I guess we've all had our moments and thank you for sharing with us, Ella. It's been a delight to have you on today. You are wonderful. And thanks for sharing with us about gratitude and how to move forward in our lives from surviving to thriving. Thank you so much, Ella. You're welcome. Are you ready to make forward movement in an area of your life? Relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness? We want to help you get the results you've always wanted and the happiness that you are worthy of. And so we have started a movement to support you in making these positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a supportive, fun, three-month-long program where you will learn tools, techniques, and mindset shifts to move forward in your relationships and goals. In Arise Now, you will have the support to set and accomplish three personalized goals. You will receive 12 valuable one-hour live trainings, enjoy daily accountability, and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. Visit ariseandthrivelife.com today and register so that you can get all the support, training, and accountability to start arising and thriving in your life.